Uh, hey, guys, go I got about I got about ten minutes as well. So all right, so we'll we'll go so, through quickly this yeah. week. Uh, I failed miserably. I got, there guys, were... guys, I got about uh, I got about uh, twelve minutes. <laughs> I have to go four <laughs> minutes. I have to go four minutes ago. <laughs> First of all, Puffy, would you like to say anything to the <laughs> podcast hosts, I your would, cast, and the listeners I today would, just to start things yeah. off? I would like to formally apologize for last week's edition of the Rubber Boots <laughs> podcast, starting with Stoff. Uh, I'm sure I caused you much time and uh, heartache and uh, uh, frustration so with my uh, performance. I uh, will try to be better in the future. Uh, James, uh, your name is on this podcast, and I brought uh, shame, uh, regret, <laughs> and uh, I'm very sorry for my behavior. Uh, Lester, as uh, the voice and the sounds of this podcast. Um, and the conscience. The conscience of the podcast. Uh, and the conscience <laughs> of this. I brought... Uh, much shame to you and your family. So I apologize. Don't worry, don't worry about it. You know, you know, Puff. I, I will say that at times like this, you know, you got to look deep and uh, you got to look for the positive. And I just want you to know, I've come up with a new song called "Sloppy Puppy." So, uh... <laughs> oh. Sloppy Puffy. Oh, no. <laughs> and and luckily, uh, I have some fizz to go along with that. <laughs> Is there, is there, is there any, there was no video, right? The best part was when, uh, when I logged on today, it was just James and I, and I figured it was my exit meeting. <laughs> I'm like, Puffy, oh, we, uh, oh. we appreciate your contributions, uh, to the first six seasons of the rubber boot podcast. Yeah. We do. We have people that will handle your transition, uh, back to the real world. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when they you, will when, be, when, when you, Chase the devil. Sometimes you, you end up on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> how, how do we apologize to the 7,000 who unsubscribed after last week? <laughs> we'll win them back one at a time. Yes, we will. Um, well, we should say, too, first of all, Puffy, none, it wasn't that bad what aired because Stoff did one of his genius jobs to save the podcast. As I said off the top, Last week, I had to do a postscript to apologize to the listeners. Uh, we recorded for <laughs> approximately 90 minutes, and I believe Stoff was able to save about 36 minutes. Now, I, I do feel <laughs> wow. bad because the, the one thing about uh, the Rubber Boots pod, which is very raw, we like to share everything with people. And there were people who wrote and said, why, you know, why can't we see what was, what was edited out? And well, because uh, <laughs> Puffy would no longer have a job, A... 
That's potentially. Jim, yeah. Jim, Jimmy might be in trouble. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> would be canceled. Uh, no, it was just, it was just, it wasn't that bad. It was just Champagne Tuesday. Puffy, is it mm-hmm. fair to say, got a little bit out of hand? Started a little early. That was the problem. Started <laughs> yeah. a little early. Yeah. I had texted and, Bump and about four o'clock and said, You guys good to do the pod? Like everything. Oh, he goes, Yeah, yeah. Puffy already started drinking. Oh, okay, that's mm. good. That's five <laughs> hours from now. <laughs> yeah, probably would we would if we had done it like six to seven, it would have been it would have hummed. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, just text us when you're at a good level, and we'll start. Yeah. We'll start. Oh my goodness. We, I mean, I really, I, we miss Jimmy. We miss Jimmy down here because he would. He usually is the one yeah. who can rein us back in. I, I blame James as well. I. It's akin to me to you go on vacations with your parents all those years. And then when you get, say, 19 or so, you go on your first vacation alone to Cancun, something like that. And that's basically what happened to Puffy. Uh, But I don't I want to make it clear to people, too. uh, Puffy, as I've told you guys before on this pod, works incredibly hard on Masters Week and is the utmost professional, probably works harder than anybody else running all over the golf course. So he's not. It's not during work hours. It's just Tuesday night is his one night to, you before know, the tournament. Before the tournament turn starts. And so. to, be, to be fair, I mean, that's what Puffy's become known for. So we can't really get mad at him for delivering on what everybody wanted. True. He just, you, del- he delivered too well. You, you and the listeners, you, you and your listeners have enabled me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. It's more or less what I was driving at. I think Scott is right. Puffy, Puffy, you over-delivered. That's, there's no doubt about that. And also, uh, Bump, uh, our good friend, it, like it wasn't all Puffy. A lot of the, a lot of the issue was just the, the volume of sound in the background the entire time, mostly provided by Bump. But, for, you know, the Vardy party was, there was all sorts of things going on. And if you're listening in your car to the Rubber Boots pod, it was, you just basically couldn't make out anything anybody was saying. But uh, you know what? We move forward. We're stronger. I think we're all stronger for it. And Puffy, you're never, you're never going to get that call from the Rubber Boots Pod HR. Oh, perfect. This this podcast. If I got through this you. one, yeah. If I got through this one, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Still, I'll uh, tell you directly. That feels like a yearly thing. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we welcome you to the Rubber Boots Podcast, episode twelve already of season six. Is that correct? Oh, stuff? Wow, we're, fl- we're almost in season seven. <laughs> and season six started in in january is that correct that is correct yes how many episodes did we do in season five like 10 uh, i believe it was 12 actually as well so we oh. matched season five now yeah. oh, wow. wow so we were actually because of our friends at betsafe.net uh rubber boots podcast brought to you by betsafe.net, betsafe.net. it has motivated us to do more podcasts than we've ever done probably by the time we're through the season correct absolutely yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think, the bets, I think the betsafe.net, the initial sign-on was, uh, I don't know, 15 podcasts or something like that. So right, we're just going to keep going and hope they stick with us. Why wouldn't <laughs> we, they? We got, I think we got three to salvage things. <laughs> if, if, if we survived last week, we're good. <laughs> no, we're going to keep on ripping on through this season. Uh, like, this is, I was going to, I was really close somewhere around 8 p.m. last night in the first period of the Leafs game to texting stuff and saying, buddy, it's we <laughs> we got to ixnay this week because I am exhausted. But then Stoff sent out his notes and I said, I can't. This guy works too hard. I can't. I can't break the hearts. And plus, we have so much content. 
the inside story of Masters Week, the inside story of Trade Center. We have to get to all this stuff. Also, we have a special announcement to make about the podcast uh, and the Gold Bar League together, which is going to involve basically double the podcasting, double the podcasting during the week. Is that a fair tease, Stuff? Yes, very fair. I'm okay. terrified. Well, it, your eyes, your eyes got real wide there, eh, stuff. <laughs> I'm terrified at this point. It just sounds oh. like a lot more work. He will. Uh, we will not be doing the Gold Bar League until the end of the show today, and then we'll explain the entire uh, uh, situation, which is very exciting for all our Gold Bar League participants and uh, all of the other Rubber Boots podcast listeners. So uh, here we are. Uh, oh, don't forget to, I got to do all the stuff that soft tells me to do that. I always forget to do, uh, Thursday we'll be back on video. We had to, we had to ban video last <laughs> week as well. <laughs> that was stuff and my text exchange after the podcast was over. I'm going to have to actually dig that up. It was pretty funny. I was like, dude, what the hell are we going to do? And he goes, I don't know. We can't use video. And I said, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Like, do you think you could salvage any of that? Like 10, 12 minutes? He goes, I don't know, bro. It's going to be rough, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> He's going to war. <laughs> i got a bad feeling about this one, Sarge. Mm. I don't hey, think I'm going to get out of here. Hey, Never the, best, the, odds. the best video was uh, got out to air. Weeksy without his shirt on. Tarp off, yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was good. <laughs> It wasn't just Weeksy without his shirt. It was just the entire, what it was, maybe a second and a half, two seconds that he was in the frames for. Yeah. It was, there was something magical about it. It was great. (laughs) The freeze, everything. It was, it was, it it was, it was spectacular. So Puffy, uh, now that you are okay again, uh, how was Masters Week? um, And how was Masters Week without me? You were you were definitely missed. We missed you, buddy. It was the the hardest part, but, though, was watching you on the like you had this sad look on your face every time. <laughs> you look like you just look so welcome. defeated. We we're like, welcome oh. to the Masters on yeah, TSN. Was, I'm James Duffy. Was, I'm in studio this year. <laughs> yeah, Let's go just, to Bob and Graham down at Augusta National. Oh, guys, it looks like another beautiful day on the most beautiful <laughs> golf course in the world. And the, and the other thing was- is that I, I was alone. Like, okay, Zakino would come in and out. But that massive studio that we have, and it, it would just be me just sitting there lonely. It was by yourself. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It was, I will say this, Puff. I watched more of them. I saw more of the Masters than I've seen since I started covering the Masters. Yeah. As, as you know, you know, we'll, when we get off the air, we'll go have lunch. We yeah. have to trek over and then we'll go onto the golf course and follow Corey Connors or Tiger Woods or whoever it may be. Yeah. And and you miss a lot of golf. I've said that before. So in this case, it, I wasn't going home. We had four or five hours before we taped the post show. So I, would, I just went to my dressing room and watched golf. I, I didn't miss a shot basically the entire... I will remember this Masters probably better than any yeah, other as sure. far as the actual golf because I saw everything. In fact, yeah. when we started to get to the post show, I would have to tell Graham and Bob what the hell happened. Hey guys, you want to? Should we well, talk about? Should we talk about? Uh, <laughs> um, I'll give you give you an example of somebody. Uh, you talk about Rose there. Well, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> Spieth, you know, Spieth that eagle on fifteen. What? When, when did that happen? <laughs> You're a natural born producer. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I did miss you guys a lot. I, I missed the week, but uh, it was the right thing to do, COVID wise me going into a studio on Monday with uh, 
all the other commentators. We did get tested for COVID on, on Saturday uh, before Trade Center, everybody that was in there. And yeah. uh, we'll get to Trade Center in a second, but obviously it was a very different week with all the protocols and most of the people at home and in different studios, but uh, it, it all worked out okay. Uh, the Masters itself, a super awesome story for Japan. I always say good for the tournament. Yeah. It's the same way I talk about yes. the World Juniors, right? When Canada loses at the World Juniors, Everybody in Canada is like, that was a crappy World Juniors if they lose in the semis. And I go, well, no, it wasn't. It sucked for us, but yeah, it was awesome to see Finland win or whatever, right? And sure. I felt the same way. Matsuyama, you know, he, he, he's sort of been a, I don't know, he doesn't get people excited, but that win for Japan is massive. First men's uh, major winner from Japan. And it, it, I just wish there was a little more drama, right? When Shoffley got yeah. it to two there on Sunday... It looked. It looked like there was gonna be though, because he yeah. uh, he looked like he was gonna fall apart down the stretch too, mm-hmm. like before even the Masiyama, you was, mean? yeah, where he went into the water yeah. for that hole. I think he sprayed two of them kind of you know sideways, and it just happened to bounce back onto the fairway for him. So he got a very lucky bounce off the tree, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, he did. On that he, hole, he got two woods. two lucky bounces. Yeah, two of those. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Here, here's the thing about Augusta National, though. Like, if you're watching at home and you say, "Man, these guys get a lot of lucky breaks," like a guy will hit a tee shot, and you'll go, "Oh man, he is screwed." And then they'll come up to his ball, and he's got a shot at the green. That happened. And it's because there's all those trees, but there's all there's so much distance between all the trees that you almost always have a shot, no matter how errant it is. And that's a cool thing I like. I hate playing the, you know, a lot of Ontario tracks where you, if you hit it left, you're gone because it's in the friggin' bush. Uh, there's not many places at Augusta National like that. You always have a shot. You'll get penalized by having to chip out or whatever. But I think that's one of the things that makes the course great. Now, Puffy. Uh, I saw a clip on SportsCenter. We never really talked about it, but you and yeah. Weeksy almost got hit by a, a Corey uh, Connors uh, shot. Is that correct? Yeah, it was on Sunday on the fifth hole. It actually was sort of seen to be the turning point of his round, almost killing Bob. But uh, he was, play- he was playing great, and um, he, he hit his uh, drive on five right. And we, were, we had crossed the fairway, and we're walking towards the green. And kind of heard, like, uh, somebody yell. And then so, but I didn't, I mean, we, I didn't really, you know, think it was the ball, but it literally came over Weeksy's shoulder, just, just missed clipping him right in the head. And, wow. Uh, and, and then we just walked up to the ball. So we were all over the can like you could see us uh, clearly on the camera. Now and, did Connors, uh, did you wait for Connors to come up? We waited and we, w- we waited right there and he never really um, acknowledged, Weeksy acknowledged or it, but yeah. he topped his next shot. Oh, he completely topped that because I don't he think did they show it, yeah. that on TV. I might have missed that one. I don't think they did, but um, right. and and uh, Dillette was out there with us, but he was on the other side, and he thought that he punched it out because of the way the ball came out. But he totally to- he just totally topped it. Like it was one of those ones where I was like, I'd never seen uh, a professional, and he played great all week. It's not like, but and it happens a lot more than people think that these guys yeah. top their shots. But I don't um, know if there is I'll, a deal with like see quite often. I, I would have been pissed with what happened. It was karma because isn't he supposed to sign a glove for Bob or something after you hit a guy? It's kind of a rule. Well, well, we were joking. Like, what would happen if he had actually like knocked? Imagine you're in the final round at the Masters. You're in the hunt, and then you, you knock somebody out, and it's someone you know. <laughs> and like, you would have to like, what would you do? Just like pretend like it didn't really happen, or we well, were not only somebody you know, somebody knocked it in. He, he, 
who's a who's a national spokesperson for the sport in Canada. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, well, Rory. I'd be I, I don't know if you guys were watching, but Rory hit his dad on Thursday. Wow. On on yeah. seven, Rory went right and hit his dad. So uh, maybe this was the week of uh, of hitting loved ones on the tour, but. That's uh, I almost got hit by Duvall once at the PGA Championship when he was terrible back in the end of David Duvall after yeah, he'd he been missed. so great. Yeah, he just missed me. But uh, you made it on TV. Second straight Masters. Puffy's made it on TV. Of course, nice. Puffy and uh, I made exactly. it on when, when DJ won, strategically placing ourselves by the 17th green because we were so desperate to get on television. In fairness, in November, we were a little more uh, high profile of a spot. Like I don't, I didn't get too many messages about this one. It was pretty hard to tell it was me, but um, yeah, November was quite clear. How many people were there out there? Because it seemed like I, I thought they said they were going to limit. I heard various reports. I think when we looked it up on the broadcast, it said twelve thousand a day. And I don't know, yeah. Puffy. You might know better than me. Maybe what would it be on a normal day, like 50? forty? It's about forty thousand normally. Yeah. Did it? What did it, did it feel? Still crowded? It. I have to admit, like the first day I went, we went out in the course on the Monday. They had people there, and it was weird because I. It's probably the first time I'd been around that many people in a year, a year and a bit now, and it it was a little it was a little uncomfortable, even though it was a big space. Um, but you sort of got more used to it as the week went on. Uh, it, it was, it was almost great in the sense of, um, it had an, cause you remember November, the atmosphere wasn't there. It, especially on Sunday, it really was missing it. And this year it had the atmosphere, but you, you know, it definitely, the numbers were way down from normal. So you could see everything. So it was, it was, it was comfortable. People were wearing masks and, uh, you know, you're outside and it definitely felt safe. And you guys stayed, you're in like the bubble sort of thing where you just go to the house, to the golf course and, and back and all that. Yeah. You had the and great we were, Arden, we Arden with you this year. Uh, the listeners Arden don't know. Had, uh, Arden's one yeah. of our favorite TSN people and she joined yeah. Nicole this year. Arden was, Arden was coordinating yep, everything with Nicole. She was a lot of fun down there. And, um, and is she going to be a permanent a member? Dude. Permanent member? Arden is going to be a permanent well, member we, of the Masters team? Or was she terrified by I, what I she think saw? That Podcast I think she, I think it was a bit of both. I think it was a bit of both. I enjoy. I, I did enjoy. I love. I love watching the Masters, even though I wasn't down there with you guys. But it was. I was trying to look. TV is a, a fantasy job. It, it's it's the greatest job ever. It's not like a real job, and uh, it will never be. But I was trying to do the Masters while cramming for Trade Center a little bit at the same time. And what we do, not to get too inside baseball. But the bonus coverage that we air, I'm not sure how many of our listeners actually watch golf or, or watch the Masters, but we air four hours of bonus coverage before network coverage comes in. And people never understand. It. It's very confusing. In most countries in the world, it's only online. But a few years ago, the Masters decided to let TSN in Canada do an experiment where they put their online feeds, which is Amen Corner and 15 and 16 and two feature groups, and we, they let us put it on TV. And we were the first country, I believe, they let us do that. There's a handful of countries that can do it now. And so my job during that day, you can watch TSN five or whatever, and just watch the four guys in the feature group. So you can watch Amen. And on our channel, our job is to bounce around and do real broadcasting coverage, but it's not like real golf because we can only show a few things. So some people get mad and say, why aren't you showing Corey Connors? I can't, I can't, I keep saying, I can't. We yeah. He's not in our feature groups, whatever. 
But yeah. what we do is, is so I'm trying to cram for trades. So in between, I'm trying to watch the golf. And every five minutes or so, we jump around. And the one challenge for me is if you were doing, like Jim Nance, when he's doing the golf tournament, uh, he'll have a producer or two in his ear. And they'll say, okay, Jim, now we're going to Hideki's second shot on 15. He's 187 yards out with five iron, right? And then you'll hear Nance say, uh, Tabatsi Amon on 15. He's got 180. So we don't have any of that. I'm just like everybody home watching on TV. And so I will just have to guess. <laughs> and so every time we cut to something, I have to, I have to hope that I recognize the golfer and I have to hope that I recognize the hole. And so I'll be sitting here. I'm making my notes. Okay. Anaheim. How many UFAs do they have? Uh, James, we're up. We're going to Amen Corner. All right. That is Lee Westwood <laughs> with, his, <laughs> with his second on 13. <laughs> so uh, it, it's it's kind of, uh, it's tightrope television. And I've gotten better at it because I know Augusta National. I think I'm better at it over the years than I was in the early years. But uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was it, it was it was interesting, and uh, I certainly when we got to Trade Center on Monday, I don't know that I've ever been more tired. Uh, we were I was driving in at like five thirty in the morning from Aurora, and I went. That was the first like the uh, Trade Center is always a long day, but I was like. I am going to, like, I need some of Landsberg's, like, what is it called? Hey, folks, Michael Landsberg here. For 5-Hour Energy, I really like this stuff. 5-Hour Energy. Oh, I need, like, four four 5-Hour Energies to, uh, because I knew it was going to be a dead day, too. You wake up and your phone, there's, like, eight trades the night before, right? The Leafs get Felino, Taylor Hall goes to Boston, and I'm like, oh, God. Now now we're screwed. (laughs) Now we're screwed. Although... The truth is about Trade Center, and people always write me every time there's a trade and say, uh, this is horrible for James Duffy and the guys. When they happen Sunday night, we can talk about them Monday anyway. Frankly, yeah. if, once, it, once it gets to Saturday or Sunday, we can analyze the trades anyway. And I want to do a – we give the evil quizmaster a hard time here. He prepares this between Jeff Mott, Bill Dotson, our two producers, and the evil quizmaster. They produce this binder basically of information and ideas – so like a quiz or a segment on this and a segment on that. And so we filled like five hours when there was, when there was no trade for the first five hours. And Please. we have, we have enough content because we have enough guys to fill it all. Cause if not, we just be st- like, imagine if the four of us, just a panel. Okay. Uh, let's, what do you want to talk about now, guys? Uh, <laughs> Isn't like that stuff? Podcast is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, we have not acknowledged, uh, uh, Stoff's background, which I should get to, part of uh, part of Trade Center. That is, I can't remember what we called him on the air. I believe it was Bobby McDuffie or uh, yeah. Bobby Bobby McDuffie. I believe is what you. That is it. a terrifying. That is a mashup. Oh, Everybody, like if, you're, if you're listening on this, you you need to go to the YouTube channel, or you may have seen it. I think it's on my Twitter account somewhere. Uh, somebody said it looked like uh, uh, U.S. Republican Senate leader uh, Mitch McConnell. I see that. <laughs> I definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, it's because, it's yeah, because it's not, it it's looks not, evil. He looks yeah, he's evil. evil. And also, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, there's a little bit of that in there as well. It's, uh, some people said it looked like a, uh, you know, a professor of mathematics or a, a, nice, a nice family doctor. Nice family doctor is going to inspect your uh, anal cavity. The type of doctor you would never suspect. Yes. <laughs> so uh, every year, obviously, uh, we try to 
come up with stuff for Trade Center. Although, frankly, about three years ago, we may have talked about this on the pod. I just kind of gave up. I've been doing this for 20 years. Lester has done probably half of the material that I've come up with. Lester has done songs for. And at a certain point, you've just done everything. And I also thought we were doing too much. And uh, I, I said, let's just keep it about the hockey. But you have to have something stuff. So I, I'm on Twitter the last few months, and there's this guy called Matty Gosens, and he does these mashups between players. Do you guys follow him at all, or were you aware of him before? No, we're, not, not, Sens, aware we're not Sens fans, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I never followed him. Somebody, like, somebody, I guess, somebody else. A member of like, Sens Nation, you would know. <laughs> people would, people would read. I think it's a guy named Bonk Smollett, who's a, a sort of Twitter friend of mine, would retweet some of his mashups. And so I asked him if he could do some of our commentators and, uh, and that's what he did. And I, I don't know, stuff if you can, I, I sent them to you guys. Did you see them all yesterday or did you see a few of them? Yeah, I saw most of them. Yeah. Puffy, yeah I saw them. Yeah. I saw so uh, maybe you can insert them as we talk about them here. Uh, my, my personal favorite, the first one he did for me, I said, could you do one and just show me what it would look like? And he did Gino button. That was his first yeah. creation. Which I just sat, I was sitting on my couch or whatever when I got it. And I'm like, this is the, this is the single greatest human being I've ever seen, Gino Button. Can you <laughs> imagine if we, if, we could, if we could create a Gino Button? There yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if we could recreate Gino, uh, it would be uh, Santa Claus's days would be numbered. Mm. He, would, he would take over. A lot of people thought Gino Button um, was the, the penguin. From the Batman movies, the, the nose was not quite as big, but uh, <laughs> an early penguin. Who was the early penguin? Jack Nicholas was a penguin at one point, wasn't yep. he? Ja- Jack- no, no, uh, Jack- Danny Jack- DeVito. Jack- it was Danny Jack- DeVito. Jack Nicholson. Jack- Danny DeVito. Yeah. Danny DeVito. So yeah. that's the da- you know, that's the da- Danny DeVito penguin they're referring to. Burgess Meredith played him uh, in uh, the '60s Batman. Uh, one point favorite. Out. My favorite Batman. Kapow, kapow, kapow. Uh, so he did a whole bunch more, uh, and some, maybe we should put on a couple of the ones that didn't air, but, uh, that was one of my favorites. The one that, uh, was also really good was, uh, Pierre. Was Carlos Saravelli was, was good. Carlos Saravelli. Carlos, yes. Carlos that looked like a legitimate person. Like you could see that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Uh, a Pierre lot of Dreger as well. Pierre Dreger. Pierre Dreger is my favorite, I think. Well, I think, you know, Pierre Drager, there was like a childlike innocence to it yeah. because they both have fairly, yeah. I don't know, they both have fairly good skin and complexions. And uh, together it was just, yeah, it was, it was like the ultimate, the nice insider, right? Yeah, you take the like, best of Drager, the best of LeBron. I, I did the yeah. best I could. <laughs> yeah, that's I did crazy. the best I could. I only got two trades today and I got four wrong, but I tried my, <laughs> and everyone's going to forgive me. Hey, for how it. do you yeah. not forgive that face? Carlo Saravalli, yeah. uh, the, the mash of uh, Carlo Coliacovo and insider Frank Saravalli, a lot of people thought looked like Toronto Maple Leafs coach Sheldon Keith. I did not see yes. that, but a lot no, of people I, I saw that. Yeah, a little a bit. I can see it a little bit. Uh, the most horrifying of all, besides the Bob McKenzie and Jimmy uh, mash, uh, was the Gord Miller and Ray Ferraro. Yeah. Mash, oh, my God. Which <laughs> I, I'm, I'm disturbed by that. Seriously. Yeah. I'm, you see, I think in some of them, like the, the Pierre Drager or whatever, you had, uh, uh, you know, the best features of each were taken. Uh, I didn't think that was the same with me and Bob. I got, got my worst features and it didn't match well with Bob. I think in the Miller Ferraro, it, it seemed like uh, none of their good features uh, yes. ended up. 
It was a tough one. Yeah. (laughs) It was a a bit of a rough one. Uh, The word abomination was used on air. Yeah. Somebody yeah, tweeted. Somebody tweeted at me, and unfortunately, I can't have access to my phone because I'm using it right now for this podcast. But there is a character actor who the Gord Miller Ray Ferraro. Yeah, I know who they're like. talking about too. Right, and he's one of those guys you can't put a name to, but he's in a lot of films. Yeah, like a short guy with glasses. Yeah, and I somebody. I thought about it when I saw them. I'm like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And then somebody tweeted a photo of him. Yeah. Uh, on yeah, there it is. It is just. Horror to, to me, it looks like a guy on like uh, Criminal Minds, and he was just like yeah. the guy off to the side. He was filling the gas tank. You never yeah. expected it was him. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Right there. Oh my god! Uh, again, sorry for our audio listeners only. If uh, if you have a chance to go to the YouTube, uh, because the the next couple I'm going to talk about. We'll tweet them out as well. They did. Yeah, they didn't make it on television. So there was. Uh, do you have that? You have access to the file I sent you there, stuff. Yeah, I have it while we're doing this. Right now. Yeah. Okay. There was a a a John Liu Mark Masters. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, you actually saw. Oh, I see. You saw yeah, the I file. Saw, yeah, I sent it to you guys. John too. Masters. Yes. Yeah, I don't see a <laughs> lot of Masters. <laughs> I was going to say this one's mainly John. I found. Yeah, mainly Liu. Not which, at all. No. Yeah. No, no you see definitely. Masters in there. You see Masters in that for sure. I, I had to apologize like to uh, Dave Poulin and Marty Biron. Uh, they did that one together and. I didn't use it simply because they were too good looking. Like Dave's got the strong hockey chin. Marty's eyes are, I yeah. mean, you get transfixed oh by them. Yeah. And yeah. together, that's just a handsome, that's just a handsome, that's a stockbroker right there. He's been in the business for 24 years. That's Wall Street. He's made several million yeah. down on Wall Street. And now he owns his, uh, he runs a hedge fund. Right? Yeah. And what, what oh, about? Jeff O'Hayes looked pretty good too. Jeff O'Hayes. Jeff O'Hayes, Brian Hayes, and, and Jeff Hayes, uh, Jeff uh, O'Neill together. Uh, yeah, that's a that's but, a good yeah, that's a good looking guy. They should consider going with that. But Jamie O'Dog yeah. looks like he shouldn't be allowed near schools. Uh, I, I said it on TV. That, that guy's that guy's seen some crap. And the other one he did was uh, Tessa Hamilton. Put Lindsay Hamilton. Yeah, there it is. Lindsay wow. Hamilton and uh, Tessa Benum together. And it was just, you know, two, two, uh, two people who have beautiful features and the, 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 the mash was just equally beautiful. Right. I mean, look, at that's a, wow. I mean, a, probably Tessa and Lindsay individually, but that's a, that's an attractive uh, woman right there. Right. Uh, so yeah, she could, she could definitely uh, host the morning show. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> basically we chose the, you know, the worst combinations to air on the television program. But uh, I want to thank publicly Maddie, Maddie Gervais is his name. I only met him through this DM the magic of Twitter. You know, Twitter is an absolute cesspool, but once in a while you can reach out to a guy, send him a little DM and boom, he sends you a bunch of mashups. And to me, it was my favorite part of the day along with uh, <coughs> exactly a segment we called uh, the Trady Bunch. Now, for again, I don't expect everybody that listening to this podcast watched all of Trade Center. Uh, we knew that it was going to be a painfully slow day. And so we have to come up with this content. And so the evil quiz, Matt, no, actually, it was Bill Dotson, our producer, came up with uh, this idea of uh, the Trady Bunch. Now, we are fully aware. Puffy asked me about this before, uh, saying, you know that you uh, uh, pretty much alienated everybody under about 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were aware of it. 
We were aware of that. The Brady Bunch, uh, for our, we have a lot of college-age listeners, was an old 70s show. Everybody's kind of familiar with the theme. You don't think people would get the reference of the separate boxes? I don't even care. Yeah, but that's also kind of been done in the whole, like, that was probably the initial Zoom joke. Mm -hmm. Don't don't forget as well, you've got, you know, a a very Brady Christmas, very Brady this, very Brady that. They had a moving show. I think the house that they filmed the, the series in, they had some type of was for sale or something like that. And they, they did something around that as well with all the Brady kids. So it's not, yeah, puffy. not as far yeah, off as you Hold on a second. You, again, you, this is all people who are old. Would, would your kids know who the Brady Bunch is? Uh, yeah, kids, they know. My kids. Well, my kids are more college age. Your kids, your kids are like. I think James your, Ward. Yeah. Your kids are punk ass. You're like they're punks. They're like eight years old. What do they know? They don't know anything. <laughs> is uh, one of them next to you? Yeah. Barrett's ask right here. Him a, ask him a bit. Barrett. Have you heard? Have you ever heard Barrett. of the Barrett? Take your headphones off. Oh no, he can't hear me because oh, yeah. I have my headphones on. Yeah, no, yeah. Have you ever heard of the Brady Bunch? Just ask him. Have you ever have heard you ever... of the Brady Bunch? No, no. Go back to your video games. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Table. But it's disrespectful. I, I don't think your kids would know who the Brady Bunch is. They do. I asked them. Ding, ding. Did they? Ooh. <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't matter anyway uh i usually i have uh full editorial control on my that collaborations with lester mclean this is the first time it was bill dotson's idea he wrote the lyrics to the song i said get lester i will i will let go of my musical partner for one time lester i and i didn't even say lester don't do a great song i said lester just make it sound like the theme of the brady bunch once again lester did an amazing job matt cade made us, he shot every commentator who was on Trade Center. And so during the week leading up to Trade Center, we all had to sit there and Ben Ziegelstein, our fine director, would say, okay, James, you need to look up to your left. Now you look, have to look middle, middle left. Now you have to look immediately down to your right. I don't know how Cade figured this out, but he decided what boxes everybody was going to be in and how they would move and had everybody do those things to do the actual Brady Bunch opening. Here's the story of a show with Brady. Social distancing and following the rules. Most of them ex-hockey players, like no other. But one has lost his curls. It's the story of a man named Duffy, who was busy with four insiders of his own. There were five men breaking drinks together, yet they were all alone. Till the one day when the breakers met these fellows, and they knew they could tell stories in a crush. That this group must sum up the nine hours. That's the way we all became the Trady Bosch. The Trady Bosch. The Trady Bosch. That's the way. And the point is, like, the intro, whatever, you can like it, hate it, I don't care. Uh, but it was an excuse to get all the guys to tell stories, which I don't know why we haven't done in 15 years. But to hear, like, Marty and Ray and Kevin Weeks and Noodles and, and all those guys tell their favorite trade story. Uh, and they're all awesome. Like, it's fine. It's like every trade story, there's a story to it. There's never hardly ever a normal trade that happens, right? Like, Ferraro gets called by his... Uh, the guy telling him he's traded and, and the guy gets interrupted. So I got to go. I'll call you back. And 
And then the guy never calls back. And Ray sits there for two hours. And then the GM of the new team calls and says, Ray, welcome to, welcome to the Islanders. And he's like, what? Uh, <laughs> I just thought that I, they, were, they were awesome. So anyway, we got through another trade center. Yeah, uh, thanks. Cool. For, can, I, can I very yeah. quickly uh, yeah. say something? Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I, want, I want to thank, uh, thank you for, for, for allowing me to work with somebody else. I know it's uh, difficult. But, and it, it, you know, I, I will say, James, I felt a little bit naked without you. That's the honest truth. Yeah. You know, because Ooh. it's been you and I all this time. But I want to acknowledge, uh, I want to do, I do want to acknowledge Bill Dodson. I want to acknowledge Matt Cade for all their work. Uh, but I also want to let you know, guys, know my brother actually did the, uh, all the instrumental stuff, the, the drums, the bass, uh, keyboards. He did that from New York. So what? the Wonder Boy. Sent it to, you know, my, Wonder my brother, Boy? Mark. No, his brother. His brother. My no. brother, Mark. Mark is yeah, not so the Wonder Boy. Mark is not the Wonder Boy. He is a Wonder Boy, but not the Wonder Boy. But uh, Tony Mark Ferraro is, is also not the Wonder Boy. He is not the Wonder Boy. Yes. But anyway, I want to. Brandy. Brandy Mark. is not your. Brandy. She is not the Brandy Wonder Boy. Brandy is the Wonder Girl. She is. Wonder She's a girl. Wonder, but not the Wonder Boy. I mix up all your yeah. characters. All the characters in Lester's life I mixed up. Shout out to uh, Mark McLean. See, I, I, there, I got it in. Mark McLean. <laughs> Mark, awesome job. The most, I've always said the more, more, most talented of the McLeans, but just you know what? Knows. It's true. <laughs> it is true. He's the one doing, uh, not me. It, it is amazing, yeah. though, how many of uh, people in Lester's life we know. Yeah, like know of. There's a, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of characters that. Uh, well, I think through through the years awesome. of the sharing, we all learn stuff. With the, the, yeah. the yes, podcast listeners know they know they know Tanya. They know your yeah, kids, yeah. Barrett and yeah. Austin, the yeah. gambling yeah. addicted children. Yeah, they yeah. know. Uh, they know Nicole. Brady bunch. Yep. They learned yeah. Nicole. It took a while for them to learn Nicole's name. Uh, Stoff's yeah. beautiful wife. Yeah. Uh, they know Brooksy, of course. Brooksy's a staple Brooksy. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your son Buddha. My son Pig. Buddha. We and, know. Uh, <laughs> we know <laughs> like. We know like eight random girls' full names through your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leslie. Oh, no. Karen, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Allison, <laughs> Allison. Oh, I love Allison. Here come my favorites. <laughs> Cindy. Ooh, <laughs> who could forget? I, I always think that you're gonna say Crawford, but no, this is Cindy. <laughs> Again, we're approaching the time of the day where my neighbors are wondering I'm crazy because I've laughed my ass yeah. off and I live alone. So, <laughs> well, wouldn't it be funny if a SWAT team just broke into Lester's place during the No, podcast? you know what? It wouldn't. <laughs> no, it would not. That would be funny at all. Would go. Go. <laughs> What's going on? You know who I never told you about? Who? <laughs> Ooh, I don't even know that name. I don't even know what part of that to that? beep. <laughs> last name or first name? Uh, uh, anyway, uh, it was a it was a it was a tiring week, but there weren't any trades as per always. But hey, it was a fun day to sit around and talk. Hey, hey, hey! Guys. Hold on a second. The the buds greatly improved our chances to win the cup this year. It was a tidy little weekend by Kyle Dubas. Good job. I uh, I thought Felino was uh, overall the best guy they could have got for all the various reasons. Yeah. Like think of yeah. that room now cool. come playoff time. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win. I don't even, they may lose in the first round, but it's the first time that going into the playoffs, you'll look around that room and look at Thornton. I don't know how much he can yeah. play anymore, but uh, Wayne Simmons is good that Still, way. He's going to help. 
They got a, they got a bunch of guys that sort of at least been through the wars before, so that helps, right? Mitch Marner will not be saying that he did not show up for game one this year. You don't not think with, uh, that room? Mm. No, he'll be there. He'll be ready to roll. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. I think I, you know, I, I would agree that Felino was one of the guys. I was hoping that Montreal would take a run at him because I think he's a, uh, you know, another piece that they could have added. Um, but you know, get, definitely a good get for the Leafs. But I was going to say, I think probably the most honest moment of yesterday was this Calgary uh, GM saying, you know, it sucks. You know, and I, I thought uh, I, I I found that that honesty very refreshing. And and that, that's a team that uh, you know, I, I, it's too bad. I, I don't think the Sutter move was a good move, particularly having him and signing him for another two years because the type of hockey he wants to play. It's very very push the pace. It's it's labor intensive, and, and they work like dogs. You know what? This isn't the season. There's too many games back-to-back. There's too many games condensed into a short season, and they don't have the legs. You know, that's, yeah. that's just really too bad. So, Yeah, I, I think they did it this year for the instant impact. But, I mean, he's, they got two more years, like you say. So this summer, he's going to have a big say in who they bring in. And, I mean, you can't argue the guy won two Stanley Cups with the LA Kings, but it's a different world, certainly under Sutter. I bet you Gaudreau's not back to start next season. I'm not sure Monaghan's back to start next season. So, uh, boy, that was some hardcore hockey talk on the Rubber Boots yeah. pod for the first time nice. in a while. Yeah, man, why not? All right, let's get to some of the other stuff that uh, Stoff put together on here. Uh, things that I saw on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. Oh. Craig Button, of course, uh, half of uh, Gino Button. Uh, you, if you didn't see Trade Center, Craig had a big welt on his eye. Uh, yeah, what had, happened? It was a tragic pickleball incident on the weekend. Really? There's a lot of people in the uh, sort of middle-aged group i'm finding that play pickleball i discovered pickleball a couple of years ago i was at the cottage and there was like one of those local newspapers and they had a tournament for seniors so i actually googled what it is and it, it so it is actually like for middle-aged and older people to play and it's a variation of tennis uh where i believe oh that's the game the front, okay in those two front uh, squares yeah uh, and the ball is different and the racket's different. Like, it doesn't go as fat. Like, it's a bit more of just to get you moving around. It's not really a competitive sport, what you, you would call it, I guess. People play it by my house, older people. So do you think this would be like the senior tour, like for golf, where, like, if I start playing now, I'll be like, you win early? So I could yeah. be a dominant figure in pickleball? Yeah, once you face uh, Andre Agassi, you'll be able to dominate him. <laughs> hey, Lester, He's what are your feelings on pickleball? Thank you, James. I appreciate you asking. I've never even heard of it. I thought you guys were joking, but it sounds like a rough sport. So uh, I went to Barbados uh, many years ago, and I ended up playing a sport and buying a paddle that was not called pickleball. And that's why I was going to ask Lester, because maybe it's a Caribbean sport, but it sounds a lot like pickleball, where it was like a heavier kind of a heavier, bigger ping pong paddle. And the ball was like the size of a tennis ball, but a little less bouncier. And it was played on a small court, but it had a, a Caribbean name, which clearly Lester doesn't know because it was we, big and barbe- cu- cucumber barbe- bounce. <laughs> no. I thought it was, I mean, the only thing I had to get was paddle ball. 
Powerball, no, I think it was maybe, called. But no. I think it was called Bumbleclat. <laughs> <laughs> we played it last year in um, in uh, where did I go? Carousel. It was big down there. Whatever. What the one okay, so the one I'm talking about. So, I, do, you, do you think is that pickleball puffy or is that different? It felt it felt different, but it might be like. Is the might, racket like hard or does it have strings? Yeah, it. it, it I think it was a paddle, more of a paddle. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think yeah. pickleball is too. Yeah. Let me just. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, it probably was pickleball. It just was actually on a pickleball, uh, like a it looked like a tennis court, but it's a smaller version. Where where um, when I've seen people play it here, they just make up their own little. They just put a net up, basically. So have we have we entered our pickleball years? I guess is the big question. I think out of this. that's the thing. I, I think we're getting like, we probably are right now. Let's in get our a head time. start. Like we should try to just right. see if we could get to number one in the world. To dominate because one of my buddies down in Turks and Caicos that at the, this rich hotel in Turks and Caicos, not the one yeah. that I stay at, they have a pickleball league. So okay. they, you know, they get up and around noon, they go for a swim, they drink champagne, they play pickleball. So that's when I, I figured but, it was a, a rich elitist well, sport. My only concern is, will this interfere with our bocce training? That's Mm. true. That is true. Maybe Matya from BetSafe.net, can you let us know if pickleball is also big in Malta? Because we'll train for them both. And when we go to Malta to become the Maltese bocce champions, we could double up and do the pickleball. Or we could, like, Divi, like, Puffy and Lester could do pickleball, and Stoff and I could focus on two-man bocce. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm out. Uh, I don't want to look, yep. end up like Craig the Gash Button. Oh, Forget that's it. True. That's true. He got nailed hard. So wow. I'm, just looking, I'm just looking this up here. So it is solid paddles the that they use, and the mm-hmm. ball is a perforated ball. So that's why it doesn't. Uh, what does that mean? The, the holes in it? The balls yeah, with holes in it? Yeah, it's like wiffle ball, I guess. Oh. So yeah. it was fun. Not, no, it's not holes in it. They, the ball, they, they, it's like almost like a golf ball, but it's a ball. Yeah. dimples. Dimples. Oh, but perforation. Got the dimples. Yeah, I'm almost that, think. Perforation what, means it means dimples. <laughs> what does perforated <laughs> means? I still yes. think it means it's indented. As Play a, the Jeopardy like, music. I yeah. thought perfor- perforated meant hole. Pierced, <laughs> pierced with a hole or with because holes. Yeah. Okay, dimple. so yeah, I thought a hole. A dimple hole. <laughs> no, no. Well, <laughs> this is nothing about dimples. Dimpling and perforation is two separate things. Yeah. There's no golf balls no that have ball. holes in them. Exactly. Golf balls are not perforated. Ding, ding. Golf balls are not no, perforated. You golfers I should know di- that. I think dimpled. I think dimpled. We should ask our friend Nick at uh, TaylorMade if uh, TaylorMade is going to come up with the new, the new perforated. Oh, golf uh, speaking ball. of TaylorMade, my clubs just came in. The whole the whole kit and caboodle. I got the irons, uh, driver, and three wood. I, I have the driver, the Sim Max Two, and Sim, Sim I Two. I have the Sim Two, not the Max. Uh, it is sensational, Puffy. Oh, it's my favorite so favorite driver I, I've ever had. Yeah, I was hitting balls uh, today and crushing it. Oh, we're gonna have to get out the uh, you and me, Puffy. If we could only think of two other guys we could play with, well, I'll get like <laughs> yeah. I'll get like Sean McKenzie and Bob McKenzie. Uh, perfect. Is that perfect? Yeah, that would be, be awesome. It'd be a dream for some because nobody else we know would want to play golf with you and me. None. Yeah. Well, I- <laughs> oh, actually, by the way, uh, along those lines, we did have a listener to, that offered to play golf with Lester and I since we're never invited anywhere. So, uh, Very nice that person. <laughs> oh, we'll, nice. Take, our li- we'll take him up on it. That's Blake. Shout out to Blake, our new best friend. 
Uh, our listeners are very nice people. Uh, did I? I don't even know if I said yeah. this was things that I saw on Twitter. I just said I think I just you called did. it others. Did, other stuff. Did. I did say that. Okay. Yeah, we're so in the play- segment. Yeah, you we played, played the theme. We played the theme. Yeah. We played the theme. <laughs> uh, this was from our our MMA guy Aaron Bronstetter uh, at uh, CFFC. Sorry, I'm not a, a UFC guy. CFFC '94 that they made a PA announcement that they were trying to locate a. A fighter's missing finger. It fell off in his glove during the bout and is missing oh. somewhere in somewhere in the venue. <laughs> that, that Doesn't that disgusting. sound like he took his gloves off after a fight and noticed one of his fingers was missing? No, that does sound like it. I, I I don't understand this. Like, how do you know? Like, if I, if I'm gonna fight, my fingers has somehow dislodged from my body. I think I'm. Uh, you know, we'll call a timeout. Uh, ref, um, listen, my finger's missing. The, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and wouldn't it be in the uh, glove? Like, I don't get it. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Like, how does it just come off like that? And what, did it fly oh, off into the pretty... crowd? You know, somebody's, oh. <laughs> somebody's eating nachos and they're like, oh, <laughs> mm, tasty. I would not yeah. be. <laughs> Uh, sorry, that was that was disgusting. In uh, more news gathered by Stoff, uh, butter is apparently getting harder. Uh, hashtag Buttergate. A research being done from the Toronto Star uh, su- suggests that higher degrees of palmitic acid as uh, butter is harder. I can attest to this now. Uh, you guys keep your butter in the fridge, right? Yes. yes. Uh, fri- no, freezer. Freezer. And then- freezer. Freezer. Nobody yeah. freezes butter. How do you, how do you freeze butter for? Because Even the cow's so crazy. So he stays get, good longer. Get Tanya on there. Don't be freezing no, butter. That's insane. You, know, you put freezer, then it then it transitions to the fridge. And then it transitions to the shelf. But I'm sorry, have you ever had that's, butter go bad on? The life it? of butter. Like yeah, so all the time. You buy more than it goes green. Oh. Yeah, butter does go green. No, I know. I uh, had yeah. that happen once, but that was like it took a long time for that. Though. Not freezing it enough. Now you got to freeze it. <laughs> freeze your butter. <laughs> hey, well, you so I imagine when you go, you, let's say butter's on sale, you go and buy a, a bunch of butter and yeah, you, like you I, keep I, one I, in the fridge. Yeah, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. We, just, we eat a lot, of, a lot of popcorn here and uh, butter in the popcorn, very important. So you never want to not have the butter. So you yeah. always have to have a, it's like a, an extra can of uh, extra take of propane. You always have to Here's, have the second one. Hey, Puffy, I want you around a long time, okay? I want to be doing this podcast with you in 25 years. Uh, okay. You got to lose, lose the butter to an extent. Uh, you want to put in the popcorn yeah. olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. Just lather, lather that stuff over the popcorn, mix it all together. What about coconut healthy. oil? I don't coconut know. We have, a, we, have a, we have an abundance of coconut. Coconut oil also good for chapped lips. Really? Or aftershave. But hold on a second. Back to this. Really? Or it doubles. Or if you don't, if you're at a tiger bomb. I mean, uh, tiger bomb. I could tell where this was going. You're at a tiger bomb. Yes, I knew. Uh, No, but uh, we don't need a lot of butter around the house, Brooksy. We don't. Well, we don't do a lot. I don't think dairy agrees with me super much, anyway. So uh, we don't use a lot of butter. But when we were kids, like you said, it goes to the shelf. You see, this is a generational thing. I remember when I was young, the butter sat on the table. Like I think I had yeah. a little lid on, lid on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but, yeah. But, we do too. But we would never do that here. The butter is only on the fridge. Like the butter must, the butter shouldn't sit out for weeks, should it? No, well, it should not for weeks. Last weeks. But let's yeah. say you're having, I don't know, 
company over something and you're gonna have toast or whatnot you would put the butter out before yeah, so you want to spread it you want to be able to spread hey it. fellas come over let's have some toast <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> For the well, sorry, sorry i don't bust out the caviar like let's yeah. <laughs> sit around stop. and have a couple slices stop Stoff and Nicole's cocktail parties are going to be going off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, would you guys like some toast? Oh, yeah. Well, we have butter me, in the freezer. If you invited me golfing, hey. no. <laughs> bring some of those golden toast wow. pieces. It's gotten nasty. I would say this. I would say that. Uh, turning on each other. I do. The butter out does make sense because the odd time, once in a while, I'll feel like putting butter. Sometimes I'll put a, like a, I'll fry up an egg. And I want it on just throw it on a piece of toast and I would like a little butter on there. And I have to take the butter out of the fridge and put it in a little dish and put it in the microwave to See, melt the it, butter. And then I pour so it over the toast. The mi- yeah. microwaving the butter is way worse for you. Than I know. Doing- I agree. I, I, know. I agree, actually. But I do it. I probably do Jimmy, that twice a year, twice a year, something like that. I think because, Jimmy, deep down, you do enjoy uh, the butter. healthy things in life. I do. But you've been broken by Brooksy over the years. Yeah. And now you're scared. But you can yeah. go back. Yeah, she's back. Per- she's perforated my soul. She has <laughs> it's got I mean, little dimples, dimples on it, little dimples in your soul. Yeah. We were we were a margarine family. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. oh my lord! Brooksy's attacked. Brooksy's attacked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're learning a lot. Uh, we're learning about perforation. We know that butter is getting harder over the years. Are we still in uh, the Twitter segment? Yeah, I think so. Yes, we are. We haven't played favorite- the outro yet. No. My favorite, <laughs> my uh, favorite tweet of the week was from Scotty Hicks. Okay, who wrote the guy from at Rubber Boots Pod was on Trade Center all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I, I actually just responded to him and I asked him if I could buy an F NFT for this tweet. Mm. <laughs> well done, cool. well done. That was my favorite tweet. There will be a day, maybe. There will be a day for, uh, you know, because of our sponsorship with BetSafe.net and the, the growing ratings, uh, which are up again, I think, another 20% this month, uh, that maybe <laughs> I, I will be known for that, right? Well, I do are that people, parts. people do yell, say, hey, it's the Rubber Boots guy. They don't say, hey, there's the guy that hosts the Masters or whatever. They say, hey, mm-hmm. there's the Rubber Boots guy. And I say, thank you. I say, thank you, Andrew Arsenault. Why are you following me around everywhere? <laughs> uh, is, is that you, ho? <laughs> Chewy Louie? What's up, Dryway? Chewy Louie's tearing it up. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, I love that we opted for alienating our top five listeners. Yeah. Our favorite guys, the guys who've been the most loyal guys, uh, are the podcast. We just uh, we just alienate them. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Dykeman. Jeff Dykeman is uh, is who is my who is my agent. Uh, we've been talking about doing a you know a rubber boots pod tour. Whether you know we could, and I would like to hear the feedback from people that to yeah, uh, Jay, Jay, Jay and Dad. Stoff was part of this with Jay and Dan, but I'm. You know, I always worry when I would do any tour. It was just like when I used to do my book tours that nobody would show up. And so <laughs> I was I was hoping that like Ho 
Oh, and Andrew and oh, Chewy yeah. Louie. Imagine, if we, imagine if we did a cross country <laughs> tour and only those guys showed up at every stop. It'd be like well, deadheads. They, they dead would heads. definitely like, yeah. be part of the tour for sure. Yeah, yeah they, they have be, to be part of the tour. They would be recognized by the, the other people. <laughs> they would. Be, <laughs> they're just tailgating us the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> Greg oh, Lockhart, Greg oh. Lockhart, weren't you in Moncton and Halifax too? Oh my God, good old Greg. We love you guys. We love every single one of our fans. Uh, we love you all. Without you, we would not be here doing this thing. Um, Arsenal, by the way, I don't want to talk Gold Bar League uh, later, but I think he's been perfect two weeks in a row. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, what else? What else you got here, Soft? Sorry, I've lost. I'm really tired today. and I've lost all your notes. So why don't you just pick it up? I think we can else uh, head into the mailbag here now that okay. we've played the outro from Twitter. Rebel Boots Podcast. Listen to the Listen to the Thank you for listening. A popular uh, topic of discussion <laughs> a couple weeks ago was who does Puffy look like with his glasses on? Yes, Dave David Carson. Duvall. Oh, yes. Yes, that was our guess. Uh, Dave Carson tweeted in with Screech, but with glasses. Oh, my God. Pretty fair, pretty fair. Oh, that's... Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Samuel Powers. Yeah. <laughs> what else is in the mailbag stuff? In the mailbag, Blake obviously wanting me and Lester to play golf with him. Uh, and speaking of golf, Prophylactic Nation is flat out demanding a rubber boots golf tournament. LT26 and Matt Kylie both wanting a rubber boots golf tournament in 2021. It's a great yes, idea. Uh, golf tournaments are very hard to pull off. So yes. uh, what I will say, what I will do is I'll book a few. I'll book uh, some time at Coppinwood. And uh, I'll go there and then you guys are, everyone's, all the listeners are free to show up, but they won't, they won't get past the gates. That's a very, it's a very, very private golf club. I, I was actually hoping me and Lester could get in on that, but. Not... <laughs> well, the, the, the problem is, is that our listeners, our listeners are spread out. Uh, <laughs> Daddy, are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, buddy. Uh, our listeners are spread out throughout the nation. So if yes. we did a, if I did a golf tournament, let's say at uh, Wooden Sticks or Coppinwood or uh, one of the club league courses that I'm a member of, then how would we have like our? I love our Hold listeners on. from BC, from yeah. BC and I got from it. I got Halifax it. and from Newfoundland. Jimmy, we'll work it into the tour. Oh, That's so true. we'll have. We'll have a golf Greg Lockhart, all those guys will, stop. yeah, they'll, they'll pull up to the golf course right behind us. We'll have like three foursomes going. We'll have a caravan. We'll do the rubber boots golf tour. Wow. I like this. There were some uh, special masters responses on Twitter. Uh, GraboFan20 said, I'm always a little worried when I see bump on an episode. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I think he meant worried in a good way. Yeah, I think he's just worried the thing. Worried the thing's gonna go south. It's gonna be too good. He's worried the podcast will be canceled the week after. Uh, It was Greg Lockhart who. That's why his name was on my head. Who asked uh, if we could see all the footage of uh, Champagne Tuesday? Only after uh, we have all left uh, the company that is Bell. (laughs) Yes, and that we are running our our own independent podcast. Maybe we will. 
we will rubber boots raw. That'll be like 2000, 2034 will be like 70. <laughs> rubber boots raw. That's a great. Yeah. We'll be like, hey, right hey, there. Greg. That's an you awesome. You still out there? We got that footage for you. We just finished playing pickleball. Me and Poppy just got in. <laughs> pickleball. Your, your face is all cut up. Up my uh, Kay Penner also asked, and I saw you replied on Twitter, but we might as well give this a read. Uh, I'm starting golf lessons this weekend. Do I tip the instructor? How much? Uh, so that's a valid question for people who don't play for golf. Sure. Do you tip someone? Stuff. Uh, just while you, we were having some issues, the listeners didn't hear this stuff, uh, setting up the podcast, uh, as we always do, because I'm technically inept. And uh, while you were off for a moment trying to figure it out, uh, the recycling guy came and I had forgotten to put out my recycling. Uh, Puffy and Lester witnessed this as they went tearing outside. I went, oh, crap. Yeah. And uh, he waited for me um, because of the good Christmas tips that I said when oh, I taped them, uh, taped them to the blue boxes. He saw him. I said, I'm like, hey, just, just, just a second. No problem, Mr. Duffy. Did you have your wallet? <laughs> no, I did not. And then have you just any rolled money it up. This time. I rolled it up. He threw it in. And he, and he was like, Thank you, Mr. Duffy. And I'm like, We'll, we'll catch you around Christmas time. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Thank you. We really appreciate this. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know that you should tip your, uh, what was it? Tip your golf instructor. I don't think so. Yeah. I never yeah. have. I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, again, I, I would say, you know, in a situation where it's like at the end of the season, hey, thanks very much. Hey, here's a little something for you. You know, whatever. Yeah, I, I think to Lester's you know? point, if it's something like you had lessons over 10 weeks or something like that, uh, maybe, maybe. No, here's something interesting. Uh, Shaheen, uh, who is gave me a few lessons over the w winter is Shaheen's one of the hottest golf instructors in the world right now. He's out of Montreal. And, by one uh, name. <laughs> I just don't, like, know, his, I don't know his last name. I just know him as Shaheen. That's how good he is. <laughs> That's he's that good. It's like Prince. I can't look up anything on my phone right now. Shaheen. He, to me, he's all Shaheen. I don't even know his last name. But uh, he does a bunch of the guys on tour, Corn Ferry Tour, and Darren Clark. Uh, the Northern Irish golfer who won yeah. the open championship a few years ago. He came to Shaheen a few months ago and started working with him and Darren Clark, boom, he wins uh, two, two titles on the champions tour. So shout wow. out to Shaheen. Anyway, I'm going to ask Shaheen when Darren Clark wins his two titles and, and pockets a half million bucks or whatever, does Shaheen get a little extra check more than the usual, whatever, hundred bucks an hour or whatever he would charge somebody like Darren Clark. I don't know. So I will ask Shaheen. Okay. A golf instructor ever got tipped? I'll have that answer for you next week on the pod. We should get to the Gold okay. Bar League before we wrap things up today. I love gold, and so do you. Do, 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 do. Join the Gold Bar League, and you can have some too. Do, 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 do. It's the Gold, the Gold Bar League. Come on, enjoy the Gold. Uh, all I remember was the, the Masters props. There were no holes in ones on 16. There was a great one by Corey Connors on six. Tommy Fleetwood hit one on 16 earlier in the week, Thursday, uh, Sunday pin placement. Somebody came two inches away. I can't even remember. Was it Leishman? I think it was Leishman came two inches away on Sunday. 
Uh, first time, not a whole one on 16 in five years. I lost that prop. I think you guys won, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, no Eagles. Uh, no Eagles on in the last no Eagles, no Eagles either. No Eagles. Uh, which was a bit was of a it, disappointment. Someone came real close. Oh, Shoffley uh, should have had one on. Yeah. He had one lined up and it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Right before he caved on 16. And I don't know. What was the other one? A soccer game or what was it? Real Madrid. I had Real Madrid. Yeah. I had Barcelona. Four goal parts. Yeah, oh. so rough week for Leicester. He falls out of first place for the first time in a while. Stoff, 22. Leicester, 18. Jimmy, 16. Puffy, 14. In the prophylactic conference, Chewy Louie. Chewy <laughs> Louie. Big, sizable lead at Dude, 30. He oh, was barely hanging in. 100, 100 uh, gold bars, so salute to him. He won 100 gold bars this week? Well, no, he, he's at 105 no, he in 100. total, and oh, he was in sorry. the 80s before, so. Okay. Arsenal, I told you about, had a bang-up couple of weeks. He's now third. K-Lift, 64. Ho, down to a T4. Uh, do you have to finish finish top 12 to get invited to the uh, next year's, like the Masters next year's Goldbar League? Yeah. To be invited into the uh, Platinum League, so top five get an automatic invite. Okay, so you get top five or you have to be (laughs) low Asian amateur? Yes. Ho's good. <laughs> Ho's good for that. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's low Although Ho is actually more of a professional when it comes to gambling. Well, so Ho and El Kiff are both tied with 64. Uh, so they're kind of sitting on the bubble for the guaranteed spots. So okay. Wow. Nathan Johnson, Eddie Bartlett, Troy Forrest. I want to mention a bunch of guys we haven't mentioned uh, just, so far. Don't, don't skip over Jeff Laughlin like you just did with 55. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Laughlin. <laughs> no, the bracket challenge. That winner. is our bla- bracket challenge champion. Right. And he nice. lost five wow. gold bars, so he's down. Put respect in his name. Jeff is the uh, is the son of Lori Laughlin, who's uh, in prison right now. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff got into Stanford uh, on the equestrian team. Uh, they photoshopped his photo on there. So good to see that he's bounced back from that and he's separating himself from his mother. Uh, it's not even spelt the same. I'm, I'm reaching for material at this point. Uh, Kay Penner, Tristan McCormick, Mahamahar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually season one, episode four. <laughs> uh, so, Stoff, uh, this is not the big announcement, but uh, Jimmy's tired. It's been a long week. Uh, as per most leagues right now, particularly in the middle of COVID, it's going to be a goal bar bye by- week. A bye week, everybody's just got to sit back, assess how they've done so far, and we, then we go into the, the three-week stretch before the Platinum League. Is that correct, yes. Stuff Three-week stretch okay. before the Platinum League. Top five finishers advance into the Platinum League automatically. Woo! Six through ten will have a play-in opportunity. Ooh. And on top of that, each one of us will be able to nominate one listener to join in the play-in. Round. Oh, start. Let Ooh! the suck-ups begin. Oh, yes. yes, indeed. Welcome, Lyndon Schreier. Okay, that's exciting. So, so a month from now, we'll wrap up the GBL and we'll know who's in the Platinum League. Right. Uh, please go to betsafe.net uh, for all your odds, odds and all the lines. Even this week when we're not actually doing props, uh, our friends at betsafe.net have been very supportive. Please support them. Betsafe, 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 Betsafe. Get it in your vocabulary. Dot net. Um, so here's the here's their announcement. We have had we've had a lot of listeners who've been with us from the beginning, and uh, some we have done a lot of the of the Bull Bar League, and it does get you know 
something if you're not into the sports or into the betting and so uh Stoff had the brilliant idea uh, that we're going to separate the gold bar league from the podcast so we're going to do two mm-hmm. podcasts so two podcasts a week so all the silliness uh about brooksy and headless rabbits and uh you know puffy's issues uh will all go it'll be the normal podcast and then we'll put a separate pod that'll be out on thursday as per always yep, right as stuff. Usual, yep. and we'll get out the gold bar league part of the podcast out on tuesday tuesday night. so that'll probably be a shorter sort of 15 minute 20 minute podcast yeah, it'll be a bit shorter it'll also let us uh you know use some of the games earlier in the week so we don't have you know we're not always crammed up against so we'll probably get to right. take advantage of the golf tournaments a little bit more so right the thursday nights and the friday it'll nights and everything so well. it'll be better for the gold bar league and it will be better for the people that don't care about the gold bar league because that's what we're here for we love our listeners we want you all to be happy so twice as many podcasts okay. And uh, hopefully you listen to all of them. Uh, but uh, if you don't want to listen to the Gold Bar League, that's cool. They're both going to be brought to you by BetSafe.net. I haven't even told the BetSafe.net people this. You're now getting two podcasts for one. Dykeman, renegotiate. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to renegotiate <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I just got a text from Bill Dotson saying, did you remember that we're taping Bob McKenzie's uh, mid-season draft ranking show on Monday? Did not say I, think, yes. I think I had a tee-off time. So last minute poll question. Do I say unavailable? (laughs) I think you do, Jimmy. Uh, Surgical colonoscopy follow-up. Important. Get Lindsay Hamilton. (laughs) They left something in there. (laughs) Imagine if they found the head of the rabbit. Oh, Oh, God. That's crazy. They've explained some things. Uh, it was good oh, to uh, get through the podcast. Normal. Po- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Stuff. You have a story. Puffy, you have a conclusion. Well, I was going to say, um, uh, you know, how we, um, a hole or a okay. Is it a, so, uh, there was yeah. a bit of a, an awkward uh, interaction that I had with a member of uh, James's family. Uh, his daughter, Darian, was, uh, asked me when I was coming to Guelph to, uh, to, to visit for parties. And uh, I said, uh, whenever you invite me. And <laughs> I took some abuse from that, from, from uh, the people at Augusta uh, with me. Was that a, uh, a, a whole or A-OK response? Uh, I'm her father. And yes. I'm going to say a okay because I know that I know you well enough to say that's not you didn't mean anything. It no, sounded it sounded from the outside. It didn't sound great, but you were just yes. saying, "Hey, we, I'd love to come down and meet your Exa- friends." That's, that's how it was like meant, that. but the, yeah. the people took it the wrong way, and I wasn't sure. Darian Darian did uh, not take the wrong way. I know Lester's got to go. Also, Darian looking for a, a, a co-op position at Guelph right now. So, if any of our listeners have successful companies that could use a very astute, bright young lady for a four-month period at reasonable rates, Darian is highly available. This is what I'm resorting to right now. <laughs> Bring conversely, down there it, will help, I'm sure. Yeah, I was going to say, tell conversely, you if you're a company, you need somebody bright to fix things up. That's exactly. your daughter. Turn it around. Go. All right. companies pay attention. A, a paid Darian <laughs> summer co-op gets you into the Platinum League. Ooh. <laughs> hey, he's got one spot to give away. That's wow. one spot. Well, that is actually true. One spot to give away. Before we wrap up, just a quick shout out TSN 1050. 
Oh, it's here. Uh, 10 years anniversary. Wow, congrats. Today, as we tape this, actually, so. Yeah. Well, day one milestone for us. What's up? You, you a day oneer? I'm day oneer, buddy. Me and nice. Brian Hayes. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, yeah. That's where that's where I met Stoff. Well, I guess I met you there, and I met you doing Jay and Dan. Yeah. And uh, when I think some point Stoff said to me, "Why don't you do a podcast sometime?" I said, "What are you an idiot? <laughs> Seriously." <laughs> and now here we are, six years later. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Puffy, good to have you back in, in normal Puffy form. Uh, good yeah. to have us a podcast that will only be edited for all the times we stepped over each other on the delays and uh, all the names of my uh, ex-loves. So good luck with that stuff. And we'll see you next week for two podcasts on the Rubber Boots Pod brought to you by BetSafe.net. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I'll tell I you this much. Say... Mitch Mar... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Leslie, no, no. I'll go after you. I'll go after you. No, it's just well. Uh, you, no, finish your thought on on Marner because I'm going to talk about the flame. Oh, so. oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. I'm going to use this for the promo. <laughs> and of course, you shouldn't. Should... They had to say. Bar- Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> stop. Go, go. No, go. <laughs> stop for one second. I don't. Lester must be on like a second delay today. <laughs> for so I don't know why that is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait for uh, now, I'm catch up. now I'm afraid now I'm afraid to talk. I don't know. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. I, if I okay. could just chime in on that Leafs trade. <laughs> How are you? I got a question that I really wanna ask you. So I'm gonna try and push my love Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, or black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Do you like the dunk tank at the fair? Oh, I know I know it's a Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight?